Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to talk to you about the waiting room. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to talk to you about the waiting room. Have you ever been in a waiting room in your life? And I know you're like, okay, Nicole, what do you mean? So oftentimes when we hear a waiting room, we think about a hospital. You know, like we're maybe we're waiting to hear about the birth of a baby or how a loved one fared during surgery, or maybe it's our own test results. It's the anticipation of what will the doctor come out and say? Will it be good news? Will it be bad news? And when we are in the waiting room in our life, we're, we're waiting for that next phase. Like, what now? What next? And just like in a hospital's waiting room, we're forced to wait. We're at a loss of what to do sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, how many times can you read the same magazine over and over or search the web via your phone without getting tired of searching the web? How many times can you pray the same prayer for direction or for an answer? And you know, Psalms 5.3 tells us to wait in expectations. And many of us spend a fair share of our time in the waiting rooms. It's those times when we find a promise or promises in the word of God and we make our faith declaration that those promises are just for us. And we as human beings, you know what we want. We want that instantaneous answer to our prayers. And that would be great. That's wonderful if it happens. But more often than not, there's a wait involved to see the promise fulfilled. It's called getting from the amen to the there it is. (laughs) And I will admit, Every time I found myself in a waiting room of life, I did not do well. I think it's the not right now part that I struggle with. So allow me to have a very transparent moment with you right now. My senior year of college, I was living with the man I thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life with. He broke up with me on Valentine's Day. Yeah, you you heard that correctly. Valentine's Day. And his words to me, he said, I cannot be with you right now. Now, truth be told, he was cheating and he was leaving me for the person he was cheating on me with. But that's when my fear of the not right now started. So whenever someone said to me, not right now, or when God showed me what he had for me, but not right now, it took me back to that day. And because I've helped how I felt about that day and the impact not right now had on me, Every time I was presented with a this can be yours, but not right now situation, God was testing me on how I would handle myself in the waiting room. And guess what? Every single time I failed. And as we know, he will continue to give us the lesson until we master it. See, Hebrews 6 and 12 said it is through faith and patience that we receive the promise of God. Faith is simply taking God at his word. That starts the process of receiving the manifestation of what we are believing for. And generally speaking, that's not even a challenging part of the process. When we release our faith, it's because we have had a revelation that the promise in God's word is for for us. It's personal. 
It's like God is speaking directly to us. And therefore, that part is easy to embrace. That is what I refer to as the amen, right? Which means so be it. And maybe you've heard it said that when God closes the door, he opens a window. But most times that is not something that happens simultaneously and for good reasons. He may be preparing us to just be still as he's arranging the circumstances. He's definitely teaching us patience. And and I've noticed something in scripture. There's a lot of waiting. Even after the call, even after a huge miracle or revelation, God tells his servants what he wants them to do. But then he locks them up. He casts them aside or he sends them away to wait. Like Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Elijah, Paul, all of them had a long season of waiting. And during all of that waiting, guess what? God is working in us, through us, ahead of us, alongside of us, in the waiting room. And while I still don't like being in the waiting room, I can honestly say I'm getting better. I have not mastered it, but I'm getting better, right? And my request is for God to give me ears to hear what he's trying to show me, teach me, tell me while I'm in the waiting room. I look at this time as a preparation season. I'm reminded of the various interviews I've done on TV. See, when you get to the studio, they have you wait in what's called the green room. And no, it's not really green. I don't know why it's called the green room. (laughs) But they have you wait in the green room until it's your time. And I see the green room as a waiting room. See, I'm about to be live on TV. So there can be no mistakes, no missteps, none of that. So while I'm in the green room, I'm doing my final preparation. Okay, how do I look? What am I going to say? How do I want people to receive my message? I'm preparing. And that's what the waiting room in our life is like. Preparing. See, sometimes although God has revealed to us what the promise is, he still has to prepare us for it. There's still a process we must go through. There's a developmental phase. There's a removal phase. And removal could be removing those things that would prevent us from properly receiving the promise that God has shown us. And, you know, honestly, it's about how we behave, how we act while we are in the waiting rooms of life that determines the outcome. So how are you handling the waiting room in your life. I want to thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner.